0: 247 365 the fantasy season never dies welcome to every day is draft day presented by champions round
1: hello everybody welcome to every day is draft day episode 11 by mageddon i am your host dan turner as always joining me steffi small steffi how are you today
2: good. I'm recording from the floor. This is a new one. I'm sitting on my floor right now. Uh, so this is a new way to podcast. I don't know that it's the most effective or comfortable way, but it's episode 11 and we'll have fun, even though week seven is
1: not that fun. It's not fun at all for anybody. So just, just a little recap here. The team's own buys are the Bills, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Jaguars, Vikings, and Steelers. So about half of all fantasy eligible players actually do well. <laughs> Are on by this week everyone else is pretty much hurt so it's gonna be great
2: Yeah, great it's news going to everyone. be really fun it's gonna be a really good time
1: <laughs> all right so knowing that let's uh let's talk about some players that could probably help you this week knowing that you're everyone is running out of options quickly because everyone seems to keep getting hurt starting with the cleveland browns it's not enough that nick chubb is gone now cream hunt is also injured and put an ir knowing that between Felton and Ernest Johnson, which one do you think is better suited to, you know, give you some fantasy points this week, or is it a case where you just ignore that altogether?
2: I don't know. And you know, Denver's not allowing a lot of points to running backs even so But then again, you look at their wide receiver room and it's also a little messy over there. So I think that they are going to be better off, even with Mayfield too now, they're better off running the ball. It's probably going to be what they're going to have to do for this game plan. Uh, And I think it's kind of a crapshoot between which one you can get in what league sort of thing more than it is uh, who's going to end up doing better. I think that, you know, both of them, they do better with the ball in space and they can make defenders, you know, get out of the way. But the problem is which one is going to end up getting more volume.
1: Yeah. It's a complete mystery. I mean, if there were better options, I I wouldn't be touching either of them, especially with like, you know, Keenum out and then the wide receivers being a mess. But, you know, at this point, you're probably going to have to start them at least at, at flex with, with everyone that that's out or on by. I mean, Personally, I'm I'm going with with Felton. I think yeah you know, he, he has more you know receiving job. You can put him in the slot or in the backfield. Right. Uh, so I probably you know of the two, I probably feel more comfortable with with Felton. Not that I have like you know some great expectation that Felton's going to be a monster this week, but you know to, to in that flex spot if if you're hurting like everyone seems to be nowadays, I I I'd probably put him in there.
2: Yeah. And with Johnson too, I mean, he's had like one career game with 10 touches and that was week four against Dallas. Last, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at least with I feel more comfortable with the younger guy there because yeah. maybe there's a little bit of upside that we have yet to see. Whereas you kind of know how teams feel about Johnson. And I think that I would rather take the upside uh, in that situation.
1: Yes. Everyone remembers the great fab disaster of 2020 when everyone spent every <laughs> penny on Ernest Johnson and he ended up getting two points. That was fun. Fun for everyone. All right, stay on running backs uh, going to new England. Damien Harris has been doing good uh, for this year, but uh, Madre Stevenson had a good game uh, this past week against Dallas. It's five carries, 23 yards, a touchdown, you know, three uh, catches on three targets for 39 yards. Do you see him carving out a bigger role uh, in, in new England going forward?
2: I do, and I think part of it is playing the Jets. You know, the Patriots have beaten the Jets eleven times straight. Uh, you know, the Jets have are giving up. I think they've given up almost twice as many points as they've even gotten themselves this year. So it's kind of sloppy. I think that he's good for probably ten touches, and most. You know, I'm I might put money on an anytime touchdown for him. I think that we could see him involved. I think that's a nice uh, bet if you are better this week too. But. He's also a good person, uh player to put in one of those spots if you are struggling. But again, this is a guy that he may not be on everyone's uh, waivers because I think that people caught on to it a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's available. He's, you know, that's the problem with some of these guys. They're already rostered in yeah. other people's benches. So I think yeah. that's going to pose a problem for everyone.
1: It is. Yeah. And, and, and it is tough because, you know, waivers have, have run dry with half your team either on the bench or if you have IR slots there and you're just picking at, Whatever is left in free agency, a lot of these guys aren't going to be, you know, available. But if they are, uh, that's that definitely someone to watch. I think I was impressed with 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 how he did, um, especially that one drive where he pretty much dominated the entire drive and 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 killed the Cowboys. Um, but I, I would definitely you know pick him up. You know, with with the lack of a a true like receiving back that Belichick loves in, in the system, and Stevenson, you know, th- isn't really known for like the greatest hands. But if he can you know continue with that. With the the catch rate that he's doing, that I can definitely see a spot for him. and we all know that rostering Patriot running backs is a is a pain and 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 a headache, but he's definitely talented enough. And especially even in preseason, he was doing great. You know, he led everyone in preseason on all the categories running. So I definitely pick uh, pick him up if he's available and and see what he can do.
2: Mm -hmm. And And they're playing the Jets, so there's a lot of room for
1: (laughs) yes, Jets. Exactly.
2: Not that I'm allowed to talk because I I am a New York Giant fan, but there is a lot of room for volume there uh, playing yeah. the Jets because they're just giving up points like it's candy on Halloween.
1: So exactly. Yeah. And if anything, whatever happened to Damon Harrison, he would be, you know, running back too at least immediately. So it's definitely someone to, even if you don't start and put on your bench, Okay, moving on, going back to the Cleveland Browns for a talking about switching over to wide receivers. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones had, you know, a crazy good, you know, game that no one actually took advantage of because no one started him. Uh, you know, five catches – yeah, five catches – no, f- sorry, five targets, four catches, 101 yards, and two touchdowns, including uh, that Hail Mary pass uh, from baker Uh With Baker on the shelf now, uh, do you think that Peoples-Jones is someone that can, you know, hold the fort down for a little while until Jarvis Landry and Aldo and, and Beckham come back to health if they ever do.
2: It is going to be quite a scene to see what the Browns end up doing. I'm going to be like, you know, we're all optimistic and I feel bad because the Browns, they have this beautiful roster that was so well scripted and, and it, it was perfect and there was really no flaws. They might have been the most well-rounded team in the entire league and now here we are here where we don't know what's going on. I think that, you know, everyone, I understand everyone's love with OBJ. OBJ would be best suited on another team where he can, you know, if he can stay healthy, he does not fit in this, he just doesn't fit. There's no chemistry, you can't learn chemistry, him and Baker don't have it. Um, I, If OBJ is healthy, I'm probably still going to consider playing people's Jones and I. it may sound dramatic and that's fine, I really don't care, obj has yet to show that he he deserves a flex spot on one of my rosters so uh the question is is landry going to return but again then you have it poses the problem the quarterback you know what is he going to be able to do that's why are they going to end up going with you know uh the ground rather than the air but who knows we see sometimes these guys come in geno smith two weeks ago what he was able to do for metcalf so you never know, it's risky, um, but I think he's someone that I would be willing to take the risk on, which I had to. I just spent, I mean, I just bid on him more than I've ever bid on a player in my history of playing fantasy football.
1: Wow. But yeah, I definitely agree with, with your points there. I think that, you know, OBJ wasn't healthy, you know, to start of the year, but he still had a couple of games without Landry and really couldn't do much with it. Uh, and even when Landry returns, I think there'd be a spot for, for Peoples-Jones um, and then, then that third spot, especially if the running backs continue not, you know, not to be healthy, they're going to have to air it out a little more than they probably like. Uh, but it's definitely someone to uh, to to pick up and, and spend spend fab on. Uh, you know, the the, uh, the the options are limited uh, this this week uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, and to have, and, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's talented. He has he, he's a young guy. He's someone that you know is probably going to be you know the future at the position you know for the Browns. So even if you know, in dynasty leagues, he's he's an obvious pickup. But even in redraft, you know, to the, for the rest of the year, even if Landry comes back, you know, he's someone that can that can get those 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 targets because, like, you were absolutely right. For whatever reason, you know, we all know OBJ is, is talented. He just can't stay healthy, and he doesn't work in 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 the system for for the Browns. But so that he should be, you know, traded to somewhere where he could he could do well. Uh, but I think that that Peoples Jones is definitely a better fit uh, in that offense than, than than Beckham, which is you know, which is crazy because everyone knows what Od- Odell Beckham can do. But th- the fact that yeah. he still – you know, he had his chances without Landry and, and Peoples-Jones still outplayed him is says, says a lot. So definitely agree.
2: Yeah. And I think this it's going to come down to the Browns, like who is going to end up being this backup quarterback's guy and who's going to get the volume really. So this game is going to come down, down more to probably volume than anything. Um, and someone has to get it. It just – are not hundred percent positive who that someone is going to be and everyone should have just picked up sterling shepherd weeks ago. Like I told you to, but you guys don't listen. So now you're <laughs> stuck and you don't know what you're going to do.
1: Right, Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and who knows, you know, Keenum, Keenum, and, and people's Jones probably had some practice time because they were both like considered backups to start the year. So mm-hmm. they probably got more, you know, playing time together than, than, than usual. So that's something else to look out for. So a nice change of pace. Uh, staying in division, we're gonna go to the Baltimore Ravens and someone actually coming back from getting hurt. Uh, Rashad Bateman, the Bra- Ravens' first-round pick, finally returned to health. Got six targets for, for four catches for 29 yards in his you know first game action as a pro. Is Bateman someone that you can depend on going forward? You know, Baltimore obviously isn't throwing the ball over the place, but the only real competition he has is, is Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. Is Bateman someone that you think you can trust going forward uh, into the into the? a later part of fantasy into the fantasy playoffs
2: yeah and i think i held on him you know i had him on a lot of ir and everyone was very excited about the ravens air attack this was going to be something that was greatly improved very excited about lamar has once again proven that he can throw the ball um i think last week was a stretch to expect him to be getting that much volume i mean he's coming off of ir he's a rookie and he still you know needs to be eased in but i think especially this week. If you're, I'd rather you know throw in Bateman than maybe pick up one of these other guys and take a shot on them. I'd rather just go with Bateman. He's the volume's gonna eventually be there, and who knows? What once they hit it off, he could easily. It. I mean, he's still got four passes for 29 yards. Not like he wasn't there. It's not. That's mm-hmm. not that relevant for fantasy, but no. they were putting him in. So uh, I, I, w- I'm starting him in a couple leagues.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I'm I'm starting him as well. I think, you know, the fact that he got six targets right off the bat is, is, is encouraging because yeah, four for 29 doesn't seem like a lot when you, but then you look go ahead and look at the, some other big names, like, you know, around the league that you think we, we're doing better and they're really not. Uh, so, you know, that the fact that he got that kind of work and the fact that, you know the 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 running back situation is kind of if I mean, you're you're depending on Latavius murray to you know carry your running game it, it doesn't inspire that much confidence uh, to me so the fact that he only has hollywood brown which is a different kind of receiver altogether is a, the deep speed guy and then mark andrews is the middle of the field the fact that they can be that that possession guy that they haven't had for a while yeah. uh, is someone that that i i like uh to to, to you know get that short intermediate air of the field at the receiver position uh, and you know, this is so too. random
2: Sorry not to cut you off, it's so random, but I kind of like if you have the option, and I know he's available a lot, I do kind of like Devontae Freeman this week in that backfield. I think that that backfield's still a little banged up. I know it's confusing, it's one of those very crowded backfields, but it's not an impressive one and Devontae freeman's a very viable option he proved to do it's kind of funny i wonder how the weeks align the way he did this for the giants too he was very very good for uh, not very very sorry Devonte freeman very very no he was serviceable in fantasy for the time that he uh did go in and take over when saquon went down last year when gallman went down he stepped up to the plate uh he did well he's the guy that i would trust the most in that backfield so um since he does have a nice secondary there uh we'll see how they're able to hold up against their receivers but i think if you have you know any issues with your running backs freeman's also a, a kind of a good option too which i can't believe i'm saying
1: mm-hmm. so with, with freeman i agree with you but to your point is the fact that they promoted Le'Veon bell to the active roster worry you at all or do you think he's just up to him we shouldn't worry
2: about
1: Done. The name
2: of the point <laughs> is done murray is banged up and looks washed his time has come he's over like uh i think freeman is the most viable option there
1: mm-hmm. do you think what what happened to tyson williams he seemed to be like you know he's the youngest
2: i don't know i don't know what that's about
1: that's crazy all right wrapping up uh this portion of the program we're going to go with uh, to the buccaneers tight end With Rob Gronkowski out for a couple of weeks, uh, O.J. Howard had a huge game, five receptions, four, nine yards, and touchdown. With how tight end is, you know, with Dawson Knox breaking his hand and, you know, bye weeks and all that stuff, is O.J. Howard good enough to to hold you over until Gronkowski comes back?
2: Well, they're saying he might come back. Even if he does come back, they have an easy matchup. Um, I think that they might still be playing O.J. Howard. But O.J. Howard, he deserves a new home because he's so (laughs) good. And I cannot believe that he's on that team. Uh, I think that, you know, you could risk it if you need to. But if Gronk plays, we know how Gronk and Brady connect. Uh, I think it was an impressive game, and that's awesome. But I don't know if they risk, uh, you know, if maybe Gronk won't play as much if he's still a little bit banged up. But I think Mm. it depends on if Gronk is in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that, that that's right. I mean, I would, you know, Brady and Gronk have a like, perfect chemistry from their New England times, you know, but I would definitely say that OJ is is definitely more talented at this point than Gronkowski. So, you know, putting you on the spot here, if you had a chance to trade OJ to any team, where would you put him?
2: The New York Giants for Evan Ingram straight up. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no, poor, I, I think that's a great case for him. Uh, I mean, it stinks for Dawson, but my option, the places where I wanted uh, him to go was either Arizona or the Bills. Uh, Dawson's coming into his own. So that's not really it, but I would, I think OJ Howard would be fantastic on the New York giants. And that's not even me being biased. I actually just love OJ Howard as a player. I always was a huge fan of his, uh, even in college. So he deserves a better place. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I was going to actually, I agree with you. You know, he, and it's not biased even because I, I don't like the Giants at all. I think that you know him in that in that system, and, and poor Evan Ingram, he's been the only guy that's been healthy there in the receiving core, you know, for a while. But the fact that, you know, the, the OJ Howard with with Daniel Jones and having that that safety valve, would be you know perfect uh, yeah. marriage for for, for fantasy. Wow. Another point, even though I know they don't use tight ends as much, probably I, I would like him in Green Bay. I think they could you know, put him out wide in oh, Green yeah. Bay. And he would be awesome there too, but. Th- Definitely agree with you uh, on the Giants.
2: We're just going to rot in in, uh, Evan Ingram hell for the rest of my life.
1: Yes, you probably are.
2: They're going to franchise tag him and I'm going to run through a wall.
1: Seven-year deal. That's what's (laughs) going to happen. (laughs) All right, so the second part of the show, we have a special uh, guest coming in. Welcome, uh, Jason. What's up, Jason? Special guest. Special guest. What's up, guys? Glad to see the whole team here. What's going on? Good, good. So we're going to go over some some boost ball lineups, uh, because this this week starts phase two of our our boost ball on Champions Round, if you want to check that out. So we're going to go over some uh, some rosters. Jason, you want to start us off?
0: Yeah, so in case anybody doesn't know, we have $350 to spend on our boost ball lineup on Champions Round, 12 players, super flex, Uh, goes week seven through 12. So there's some important parts here, including you want to get players that are not on buy. So it kind of limits your – got to make these tough decisions, whether you want someone who's on buy, someone like, I don't know, let's say Josh Allen, who's out this week but then plays the next five weeks, or do you want someone like Carson Wentz, who is a little bit cheaper and who will play all the week – okay, sorry, not Carson Wentz. I can't do that to Dan. How about – Your options aren't great. You want Baker Mayfield? He's injured. You want Sam Darnold? He stinks. You got Rodgers, and you got Jalen Hurts. Those are your two best options, maybe a little Ryan Tannehill action. So we can run through it on some of the prices and stuff, but basically we're looking at we have eight teams who do not have a buy. We have the Panthers, Browns, Packers, Titans, Colts, Dolphins, Patriots, and Eagles, and then we have the four teams that have already had a buy. To the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and 49ers. So, those are kind of the 12 teams you kind of got to work with if you want your players on your roster the entire time. So, why don't we start at the quarterback position? So, of those 12 teams, 12 quarterbacks, who are you targeting in
1: your uh, boost ball lineups? Hertz. Hertz. Hertz is one for sure. For me, and it's not me being, you know, Hertz is, we've heard this step before, Hertz is the only guy that's been top 12 at his position. uh, The entire season, you know, it it spoke a lot that, you know, he had a pretty, you know, in real NFL terms, a pretty crappy game last week, but he still, you know, saved it with a couple of rushing scores. And that's the kind of thing that, you know, that Konami upside, even if he has a bad game overall, he'll still be, you know, in a good place fantasy wise for me.
2: He's literally their entire offense is what they're, they're relying on him to do everything over there. So definitely volume.
1: I read a stat actually that I think he's he's 87.3% of the total offense on the Eagles. That's what he accounts for. Wow. So that's insane. That's insane. That that's that clears away everyone else in the entire league by a lot. So yeah, definitely How many
0: How many more yeah. rushing attempts does he have than the rest of the team combined right now? I don't it's know. Gotta be, I it's think, gotta think be it was like 41% amount.
2: or something insane.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely something absolutely I think it's crazy. more than that. probably. Is there a, like a chance eight. that he has like a hundred more rushing attempts than the next closest person on the team by the end of the season? Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably. For sure. So uh, what you're saying is we don't want Miles Sanders on our teams in Buffalo. No,
1: ball. no. The, 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 there was a report that came out that the Eagles, the offensive coordinator, said he wanted to uh, give Miles Sanders some more carries, but everyone was like, "Yeah, duh. It's you should call <laughs> it a running game." I
2: believe it when I, I see, see it. it. Okay. But yeah, but just we'll, like we'll, the Dolphins we'll, are going to get gasketed. We'll, also.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't believe that. That'd be my first, my first quarterback. Uh, my for my second one personally, uh, I know he has a bye week in uh, I think week eleven. But I'm gonna go with uh, with Matthew Stafford uh, for the price point he he's in. Uh, the way the rest of my team is constructed, I can I can take that uh, bye week and absorb worth because he's killing it every other week. Uh, so so for his value, uh, even if he's missing that that one week, I, I'd love to have uh, Stafford uh, as my second QB. I like Stafford a lot too. I think he's gonna kill it. How about you, Steph?
2: Yeah, Stafford, I think that's solid. I can't I can't make an argument with that. I have nothing to argue on that one.
0: Okay, so your other options at quarterback, if you want to go the non-buy route, you have Matt Ryan, trash. Jameis Winston, maybe an intriguing option if you want to go super cheap here. Zach Wilson, if you think that he's going to bounce back a little bit. You could do the Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, <laughs> figure out who's going to start the next couple of weeks. Lance, if he's going to play, probably isn't the worst option here. But I don't know if he's going to get any starts during the next six weeks. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) it's kind of like one of those things. And this is kind of like a long-form DFS type of tournament where you might want to take a chance on a guy like Lance just to make yourself different from the rest of the people that are going to play and build rosters here. So I don't hate that. But you also might finish in last place. So good good luck with that. Uh, Panther, like I said, Sam Darnold. Baker, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Rodgers, he's pricey but you get a guaranteed six weeks out of him. That's probably pretty good. Tannehill, we'll see if he, I guess, bounces back at some point. Maybe looks like himself from last year. Wentz, we're a no-go on Miami. Do we uh, Do we believe in the trade rumors? Maybe we pick up Deshaun Watson in here for a dollar?
2: If you like to live on the edge, please, by all means. Yeah, uh, it,
1: seems I mean, like, it seems like that trade might actually happen, feel, which is yeah, shocking. Yeah, the serious interest quotation marks. Yeah, I'd throw... Yeah. A little bit at at Washington. The thing is, if if they do fit trade for Watson and he is expected to start, and then the league like slaps him down, then yeah. but you know you're spending a dollar, so what's what's the harm in that, really? You could definitely win this tournament by going that route. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's see. So Miami with with Deshaun. You could also have it with Tua. There's rumors that Tua might end up in Washington after all this trade is said and done. Uh, maybe that's interesting. Probably not uh Mac Jones and then Hurts so those are kind of your options there uh at quarterback how about we move on to a uh, running back here please so that was I, awful. I, I think that everybody and their mother is going to have Derrick Henry because they don't have a buy he's the best running back in football he's the priciest but probably you're going to get what you pay for here so outside of outside of uh, Henry who do you guys like for round 2
2: Cardell Patterson's a good option cuz they just came off, so I think if he continues to keep up with what he's been doing, it's probably a solid option right there.
0: Dan had mentioned in his article that's available on the Champions Round app right now that he he loved himself some Scornerell Patterson. So that oh, might man.
1: actually be one that uh, everybody's targeting. It's crazy the, the the his price point and people are like, "Yeah, well he can't, you know, he can't keep this up." Do people realize that he's like running back 5 with 30% of of you know the snaps that that mike davis is getting like that's ridiculous if he got any more you know snaps he'd be even better i'm not saying you know that he's going to stay at running back five for for the entire season but even if he doesn't even if he has a little regression he's still doing better than most of the running backs that that are they're that currently going on and it's not like you know every single top running back is either that isn't derrick henry is either you know on ir hurt or isn't performing so there's no reason that, that Patterson can't can keep it up and, and, and finish that upper echelon of, of, of backs. And he has, you know, in some places, dual eligibility at to receiver too. So you can plug him in anywhere. Uh, All right.
0: So we also have uh, Alvin Kamara, who has already passed his bye week. You could do the stack the best running backs in the game with Kamara and Henry and then just go cheap the rest of your roster. How do you guys go about that idea?
2: I don't hate it. It's
1: I don't not the, the worst idea. I don't the
2: schedule looks like moving forward though.
1: I mean at, at at this point with with like, like I said, with the state of how running back is to have those two top options and not really not to like set it and forget it kind of thing. I mean, if you're going that route and sinking all your money into running back, that's the way I'd go.
0: All right, we also have the Jets. Maybe we go Michael Carter action. Anybody interested in a little Michael Carter breakout season? I'
1: might put him at Flex. I, I wouldn't put him in in you know at a running back position, but if you know he's cheap in at, at the Flex maybe. Uh, the, Steph, also, the, Steph
0: with a hard shake off there.
1: He's like absolutely. I just not.
2: don't want any of the Jets. I'm just over no it. Jets. Like, I don't you, want to play that game anymore. I you don't. Do you know rather what's have happening? And I just, you'd rather I have like terrible it.
0: Giants players? What oh, you say? That's
1: not nice. So you'd
0: rather have terrible Giants? No, players?
2: No, <laughs> I don't want any New York team except unless it's the Bills.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, anyone on San Francisco as a running back particularly intriguing to you? No. Okay. That was easy. Uh, we also have Christian McCaffrey, Chuba Hubbard decision with Carolina having their buy in week thirteen. Cleveland Browns. I mean, this would have been great for Chubb and Hunt. You could have stacked both of them, but uh, they're, they're both not playing. Yeah, so
1: yeah, and that's the problem About- with McCaffrey and, and Hubbard too. Is you don't know when McCaffrey is going to be coming back, and when he comes back, is he going to be healthy? And so you're going to be spending money on on two running backs. You don't know what their their status is going forward and the amount of carries they're going to get. You also have Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor.
0: I guess you guys talked about Gaskin already. That's probably not an option here. Uh, Patriots, maybe a little Damian Harris action. And then the Eagles, I I don't know. Maybe Gainwell's worth of flex is like if you need someone really, really cheap to fill out your roster. No?
1: He's not, no. I think
2: they they forgot that you can use running backs when you
1: play football. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's it's the you know when when you're starting running back is getting five carries a game and you want to get the backup as a flex I I wouldn't until they start you know realizing that running backs to exist as an option. Is there anyone
0: on the Eagles flex wide receiver tight end whatever that you would consider outside of Hertz
1: in this format? Smith and Goddard with Hurts gone, you know Goddard's the, the the tight end now. He's the, he's the guy. He, so he's going to get all the all the work that that him and Hurts were getting. Uh, I'm not really worried about who the second I don't even know who the second tight end is on the Eagles. Honestly, that's that's how baby uh, <laughs> So uh so yeah definitely Goddard and you know Smith Smith's been doing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Uh he's basically the only guy that gets open unless you want to take a shot on quiz Watkins and his 70 yard touchdown potential on one catch. Uh but Jalen Rager is trash and so yeah that, that's where I go with Smith Smith and Goddard. Oh my
0: God! The Rager over Jefferson decision
1: will go on I was just say no. 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 that. Never <laughs> uh,
2: that never,
1: it's so mean. Never had a chance. It's so Jefferson. I, I'm convinced that never happened. Which Which is
0: the worst outcome at wide receiver if you go back and redraft the DK Metcalf behind JJ Arcega-Whiteside or the Justin Jefferson after uh, Rager?
1: It's definitely the, the Jefferson one because one the the a lot of the reason we we picked Rager over Jefferson was because that we, we thought that Jefferson was only going to be good in the slot, and it ended up being that Rager is only good in the slot now anyway. So I mean, you're going to take a guy from from TCU that maybe maybe has more athleticism, probably, but at, you know, in the draft process. But you know, Je- Jefferson came from from LSU and he was in you know a great program and he had, he was definitely the better route runner by far. So I, I don't get it. And I, I never will, honestly. Yeah, the, the the White side, Metcalf thing was 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 bad. But you know, a lot of the teams were turned off of Metcalf and uh, from his combine performance, and and we were supposed to use White side, at, you know, as that that go like that big tall red zone receiver. and He just never like developed into into that. So that does hurt a lot more now that not seeing how Metcalf has turned out. Um, not saying that Metcalf would be Metcalf even Eagle system anyway because he doesn't have Russell Wilson throwing to him in in Philly, uh, but definitely. Justin Jefferson hurts definitely more than than Metcalf does. Fair enough.
0: All right, let's talk about some of these. You know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with all the buy teams here. I'll throw this to Steph first. Uh, Falcons and Saints. What players there would you be targeting for round two?
2: Definitely Kyle Pitts. I think that, that would that's I think we saw him do what we thought Kyle Pitts would be doing. So I think he's a very I don't want to use the word safe because then I'm going to jinx him, but I think that he is a great option there. As far as the Saints go, I think it's a cheaper option. Callaway, I don't hate because I think, like I tried to tell everyone in the beginning of the season, Michael Thomas's injury is not something that you walk back on the field and you go back to Michael Thomas of last year. Uh, He's still not ready to come back. Even when he does come back, then. It's not going, it's going to take a little bit to ease him back in. So I think that's a nice, uh, cheaper option as far as the receiver
0: goes. Gotcha. So no, no Winston. We're all out on Winston for a quarterback position.
2: Well, what I can't after watching the Giants play them and Peyton ha- putting Taysom and tight end and then quarterback. Like, what are you doing? It's too stressful for me. I, I'm staying away from it. I have Winston everywhere in like normal leagues. So I can't do it. Too Fair much enough. anxiety with my own team being
0: awful and that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh Dan, how about Jets 49ers? Anyone that uh sticks out to you?
1: Um Debo Samuel. I Fair mean Kittle's hurt. I don't trust any jet. I might I might actually that's not true. I might throw a flex at, at Michael Carter for my last, last flex spot if they I mean, it's probably going to be wrong because it's the Jets and they never do what they're supposed to do. Um, But those are the only two that that I have any faith in. I mean, obviously, if if Lance was given the job, I'd probably put him in. Uh, But they seem to want to keep continuing to start, you know, Garoppolo for some odd reason. So Samuel is, like, the, the must start, but I would probably take a chance on Carter if I needed to.
0: Okay, so let me jump over to the wide receivers here. So Debo Samuel is priced pretty high. He is... Where's my wide receivers here? Debo is priced at $34 in here, along Mm -hmm. with basically Jamar Chase is at 35. Scary Terry is 34. Locke is 33. Evans is 33. So you're going to get all six weeks, but he is costly. Do we anticipate that Samuel will keep up this sort of production for the rest of the season? Assuming that, I guess, Garoppolo is quarterback.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be even more because Kittle's out. So he's he's now the primary weapon in the passing game.
0: and we don't expect anything from Ayuk. We think this is, this is just a write-off season no. for him
1: I'm, <laughs> <what was that? laughs>
2: I'm so sad about it. I tweeted before this I had to put him in a rock i had to put him in a lineup this week and i actually said ew like that sucks like i was upset i had to you kid why why are you why are they doing this to me
1: if, if only someone had warned everyone that Ayuk's production last year was because Kittle and samuel were hurt and it's not because of how good he is if only someone had said that this offseason dan i
0: think this might have been your best call of the entire offseason and i was anti it free season <laughs> leading into it i had him in a couple of different places so Listen to Dan. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, sad talking for me. Ayuk is on my bench and almost droppable at this point, other than in keeper leagues. Yeah. You know who's right. a cheaper uh, wide
2: receiver? Because I'm looking at it now. Yeah. is Emmanuel Sanders. I think yeah. he's really heating up. I really like the way that the Bills are using him. I think they're using him to his fullest ability. And I like uh, the Bills moving forward. So Emmanuel Sanders, I think he's 24. Um, yeah. He's a good option. So is Antonio Brown, 28. I think both of those are uh, solid options that are going to get volume.
0: Yeah, AB at uh, 28 was last week. I think he's at 30 this week, but still really cheap, uh, given that I think he's basically the number one in Tampa Bay at this point.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Seems like it, at least through six weeks. Uh, Let's move on to some other teams that have bias here. Carolina, we roll with DJ Moore, and then maybe that's about it here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not confident
2: in CMC. So I would maybe even consider rolling the dice if I'm trying to get really spicy and I want to spend my money elsewhere.
0: You roll with the
2: Yeah, I think I would. I like what she was doing. And I don't I knew that I listen, I don't wish injuries on anyone, but CMC was not in my top three running backs. I felt like this was gonna happen. Uh I thought his injuries were very mysterious last year. Uh and then when you get closer towards the end of the season, they stop rushing players back. They're not as Uh, interested in this player being hurt longer. So uh, it kind of depends, but I'm not saying do that. That's bad advice. I'm telling you right now, it's bad advice. But I'm saying, don't be surprised if CMC still does not end up playing the full. He's almost following the same timeline as last year. It's crazy.
0: I don't think it's bad advice. I think that if you genuinely think that McCaffrey's out playing Chuba, who's playing like a top 10 fantasy running back, top 15 fantasy running back right now, and utilizing him at his current price, uh, I think it can definitely get you towards the top of the contest. So I think it's a, a good good fade, uh, and I might be buying in on that myself. How about uh, Cleveland? So Baker's out. Chubb probably going to be back in week eight, it looks like, maybe week nine. Kareem's out for at least three weeks, maybe longer. Odell, we don't know who's throwing to him. He actually might be better with Keenum, to be honest with you. And then we have – Seth's guy who should just bid $97 on. You were supposed to tell
2: anyone on the show. I no, I'm blown
0: up your spot. On, $97 yeah. on DPJ. <laughs> Kaboom. Uh, you might as well just go all in with DPJ, right? Uh, I
2: hate, I feel so bad for this team. We were just saying it before you got on with us is, you know, the Browns had such a beautiful outlook and, you know, they had one of the most well-rounded, well-formed rosters. And now they just – what are we going to do now? I don't know. Uh, this stinks for the Browns and kind of staying away from them.
0: All right. So no one on the Browns. The injury history is just it's just too much. It's mattered up too much. You can't trust anyone there. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, based on Odell's price, like it's so bad to do. There's no reason that you should do this. But he actually might be better with Keenum. Watch him tomorrow night have like 150 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> and we're just going to be all over it. Everyone's going to be trying to buy him in every league. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I foresee it happening. I'm definitely going to end up betting all of Odell's overs tomorrow night just out of, like, spite against me. Okay. No. I will and not be mad. Stop. stop. Don't. It's a Steph, trap. come on. Come on. We'll bet, like, <laughs> half a mortgage it. on it. Until come on.
2: Jay can prove to me that he can make it through four quarters without ending up on the sideline in a sling, then I'm not touching OBJ. I want nothing to do with him.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're missing out on a mortgage here, Steph. I think that we're going to do it. All right, let's move over to Cleveland. Obviously, the Rodgers, Devontae, Aaron Jones. You can ride with all those guys. You're going to get all six weeks of them. They're going to be awesome, most likely, as long as they stay healthy. Anyone else on that roster intriguing? Maybe Tanya is a cheap tight end option. Okay, good. Yeah. That's where I was. Anyways, uh, anyone want to bank on an Aaron Jones injury and sneak in the easy A.J. Dillon, cheap uh, running back?
1: Nope.
0: All right, oh, cool. <laughs> this, is a wonder, this is a wonderful conversation, guys. It is. is it was great we'll players, I've given up, like Actually,
2: A.J. Yeah. Dillon Loki, even with this week, like in normal fantasy, he is uh, also wait. Are they out this week? No, they're fine. The Packers are on bye, right?
0: No, they play Washington. I confused
2: myself really quickly. Yeah, you're good. AJ Dylan, randomly, I had to play him. He's like ends up getting some volume. He's also a kind of sneaky option that, for some reason, is available in a lot of leagues. But I think that Tanya and I'm over. I don't think, I think we saw those three weeks last year and he was a waiver darling. Everyone was so excited, but I just don't, he's just not that guy for fantasy.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. I agree with you. Uh, Titans. We talked about Derrick Henry. Obviously Tannehill might be an option. What about the the wide receivers? AJ Brown, Julio Jones still battling through injuries. Are we trusting either of these guys in the, in this uh, boost ball.
2: I don't think, not I think AJ Brown, yeah. ha- depending on his price, but. Again, Julio once again, like last year, is kind of not able to stay healthy. And then when both of them are on the field, they have to rely on Derrick Henry because there it's he's really their only option.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I AJ think. Brown right now is priced at thirty-seven dollars, just below. He's tied with Chris Godwin, Ceedee Lamb's at thirty-nine, TJ yeah. Moore and Mike yeah, Lamb's no. at thirty-six. I'd rather so. have
2: Antonio Brown,
1: right?
0: Yeah, like I, I, I think
2: other I guys my,
1: are a bit People's jamming for have 18. eighteen. Until
2: the Titans can prove,
0: Over Brown. Yeah. Sad. All right. Uh, Colts, obviously Jonathan Taylor, you're going to get six weeks out of him. That would be awesome. Wentz we're off of any of the wide receivers. Maybe Michael Pittman is a flex option. I actually kind of like that one a little bit.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Pittman, you know, he's at what 25. Yeah. For, for a flex spot, you know, he's, he's, he seems to be the the top guy there for, for that price point. I take a shot on. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Miami. We have Tua we talked about. We don't know if he's going to be a quarterback <laughs> Any, anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where he's going to be playing quarterback in two weeks. So I, I totally get it. We're, we're out on all the running backs here. Jalen Waddell, maybe? Interesting.
2: Maybe. That would probably yeah. be the only one. That'd that be would be the, yeah. Consider.
0: What about Kiseki? He's been really good with Tua. I
2: think it's no? a
0: fluke. No? You think it's a fluke? I don't know. He played, he played all right last year with Tua. Yeah, he has been
2: playing better, but I'm done. I, I, if one more person tries to argue with me about Gaskin, I will blow a gasket. I swear. (laughs) Like I do not want to talk about Gaskin anymore. Uh, Everyone was so mad when I tweeted last week. I'm not starting him unless there's a fire. I haven't drafted him. I, I don't want anything to do with him.
0: Ever. That's a fair enough point. None of us are going to argue with you. They you have. brought it up. Come down. You want to talk about Gaskin? You're the one talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got a uh, New England Patriots. Mac Jones probably staying away from him. Damien Harris, uh, maybe. Any of the wide receivers or tight end options to stand out to you as maybe some sort of cheap option?
2: Hunter Henry is interesting. I think he's been stepping up. Whereas we thought it was going to be John New, but that didn't really happen um he's played pretty well these past couple weeks so i think hunter henry i'm not I, let me pull it up how much he is but he is an interesting option for the right price yeah, yeah 18 hunter- that's pretty good yeah. i mean he's down here with guys that don't even Blake like charlie the field
1: all right <laughs> so we found on one what you say dan i definitely take a shot on hunter henry at, at his price he seems to be you know having that rapport with with mac jones and he's priced the wrong guys like like Blake Jarwin, and i definitely take a shot of Henry at that price. All right. How about
0: we jump over to what everyone wants to talk about, obviously, when they're building the ros- rosters. Defense. Everyone cares about which defense they're going to play. Is there any defense price-wise that uh, stands out to you maybe you want to play, either buys or non-buy teams?
1: I play the Bills. I mean, the Bills are easy. I mean, they have the Lions, Jets, and Jags. I know they have the buy this week, but after that, I mean, they have the easiest – uh, the best defensive uh, schedule in the, in the seven to 12 week period. They're an easy, uh, easy buy for me.
2: I have the grossest one to say. I'm Do so it. mad. I'm so mad. Right? I'm angry. Like I'm very unhappy. Um, the Cowboys at six, they've been playing pretty well. I need,
1: I need totally a new co-host. I can't, I can't work. This, I can't work. Dollars? This is the I end. I can't believe
2: I said that.
0: I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. They're turning the ball over like crazy. I mean, it's unsustainable, but maybe you get lucky for the next six weeks and it continues a little bit.
2: I don't know. Uh, What else? Chargers were playing pretty impressive. They didn't look so hot um, this past week, obviously. But, again, another cheaper option down there.
0: I mean, this, to me, it seems like if you're going to take a team that's on a buy, this is the spot to do it because you're not accumulating points in the same sort of manner. And Mm -hmm. I I think that Dan's opinion of the Bills are looking at who they're playing. You might want to take off a week. And if they have three out of the five that are absolutely trash bag teams that you're going to score, you know, 10 plus points defensively, this might be a really good opportunity to do that. So I might overpay for the Bills even though they're on buy. Uh, I'd have to look at the rest of the rosters or the rest of the schedules, but that one stands out to me too. Alright, I think that the, have we built our rosters? We're going to compete. Dan set up a little league for us, so we're going to go head-to-head. Everybody will see this week-to-week. Our, uh, our outcomes. Let's see where we are in the standings. Uh, hopefully you guys both finish in last. Uh, and I finish in first on top. But oh, that's maybe. not going to happen. Dan's definitely uh, because he created the league, I think he's got the mojo. He might he might be able to pull this out. Steph. Okay. Steph's not going to play any Giants, though. She might be sneaky.
2: Maybe. You never know. Sterling Shepard, he gets me every time.
0: Every I'm time. definitely oh, no. going to roster
2: Evan Ingram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's never. No. That's not going to happen. It's that's never going to happen. It's not,
1: man, that's, that's a lie. We, a all,
0: we all follow all of your social accounts. Yeah, yeah. Evan
1: Ingram I've is been not have
2: I'm like waiting for him to get traded. Like, I like just keep
0: checking my phone. No one
1: like, wants please. him. Why would anyone want him?
0: I don't like him.
1: The 49ers
0: I, tried to trade for him in the offseason.
1: Maybe oh, they want I him I to back up tight end not <laughs> be in San Francisco either. Or he'd be oh, the best tight end ever. It could just be a grinds thing. Who knows?
0: All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's talk about uh, actually the giveaway. We're giving away yeah. the Calvin Ridley and Alvin Kamara signed jerseys, our boosted stars for round two. Key phrase, Super Kamario. You have to DM us at uh, Champions Ooh. Round Instagram and Twitter. Super Kamario.
2: Okay.
0: From right. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, yeah. that is the That is the one that we came up with. It is not quite as good as Rainbow Herbert for the gambling with gold giveaway, but it is still good. Uh, but the giveaway is much better. Kamara and Ridley, that's awesome. DM us at Champions Round on Instagram and Twitter to enter those contests. So until next time, until you see Steph and Dan back again with Every Day's Draft Day, Episode 12, thank you for joining us. Go play boost ball right now. Enter today Immediately. for a chance yeah. to win. You can go win $1,000. You're not going to get that sort of option anywhere else. So go join now. Uh, Until next time, thanks for uh, thanks for doing the pod with us, and uh,
1: we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy, bye again, everyone. See
2: ya.